What's up, guys? It's Amanda. Hey, guys. It's Ash. Welcome to Heading Out. It's fine. We can just leave it in. It's fine. It's so fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. This is our, like, second or third take of this episode. Like, we don't usually, like, have to take do multiple takes of an episode. It was just the intro, and then we only got through, like, two minutes, and Amanda was like, oh, my thing is frozen. It's not recording. This is a problem, Amanda. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You need a better co-host. No. But, okay, tell me what's on your mind. Um, we had a few topics, guys, that we wanted to go over today. This is, like, the first time we're actually doing this as, like, a, a, plan, a pre-planned thing. Yeah, we've never... Yeah, we've never discussed, like, beforehand what we were going to talk about. It's always been really spontaneous. But we asked you guys on our Instagrams what you wanted to hear about. And I almost said what you want to see. This is not YouTube. Um, <laughs> we asked you guys what you want to hear about. And somebody told us that they want to hear about the law of attraction, which I read about it, and it's actually kind of dope. So today is just literally responding to what you guys wanted to hear. So can you kind of, like, explain to them, like, what the law of attraction is, like, in very, like, easy terms, I guess? Law of attraction for dummies. So it's kind of like putting things out into the universe, like manifesting things, or that manifestation is the term that they use. And I know it's like, okay, if I wanted to, like trying to think about this in a way that isn't really like materialistic but let's say that I really wanted to get this new job then I would like kind of it's almost like praying in my opinion but it's not praying it's just putting it out in the universe like it's almost like a religious thing but your god is the universe that's the way I see it is like you know if I wanted this new job then I would have been like yes like I want this new job I'm really hoping for this new job you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like everything's like planned. How do you think, thinking back, okay, bring it, bring it real back, bust it down. When you were like, <laughs> say, like six, right? Like, and you had all these like plans when you were younger and then like, you look at your life now, like how, how does this like, how do you think the law of attraction has played out in your life? Like thinking about when you were younger to like now? I like, how do I explain this? I've always been really religious so I'm I'm a Hindu. So like I've always mm-hmm. kind of especially now I'm way more focused on my religion than I was as a kid. So I've always kind of put like my trust with stuff in God. But I guess I don't know. I mean the law of attraction did kind of play a big part in my life like unintentionally cuz I didn't really know what it was for a long time, but I remember as I got older grades got more stressful. So you know like hoping, praying, manifesting this better grade, um more motivation. I feel like motivation is something that like it's weird to like pray and manifest but I feel like people unintentionally do it and they don't realize it that they're actually like asking for motivation when they don't realize it you know what I mean yeah I feel like it's kind of like one of those things where it's like people are like you're in like a bad situation and then it's like oh sometimes you don't have to like go for it good things will just like come to you eventually um I feel like it's, like, one of those things. Yeah, so, um, you know how people are, like, when you, um, are looking for, like, a boyfriend or something, or, like, you see all your friends, and they're, like, wow, like, everybody has a boyfriend or girlfriend, and I don't, and then out of nowhere, like, they kind of get, like, stuck. I just, like, I'm explaining in a weird way, but it's, like, you can't, like, go looking for love. You, yeah, you can't go looking for love. Love comes to you, and, like, same thing with, like, a good opportunity, like, work-wise or, like, school-wise and stuff. It's, like, yeah, you'll work hard, put your full effort in, but you can't just, like, keep pecking at it till you like die of exhaustion it's like things come to you when they're ready 
Exactly. And that's, like, one thing that, like, Mm -hmm. when I was researching the law of attraction, I feel like something that really stood out to me was patience. Because, like, for taking the boyfriend-girlfriend, like, love thing, for example, when I was, specifically when I was a freshman, I remember writing in my journal, like, this person is talking with this person, this person is with this person, etc., etc., like, and I don't have a boyfriend, and I really want a boyfriend, and, like, of course I wasn't wanting it for all the right reasons, I only wanted it because everyone else had one, but it's, yeah. like, weird because I was so impatient with it, I was like, I want one now things will come to you when it's ready like god will do its thing his thing oh my god i just called god an it no ashwini oh my god (laughs) um yeah i feel like that's kind of like how like this whole like college thing is happening it's like a lot of us yeah like we worked so like think of it this is like easier terms like you had this like ideal school that you wanted to go to your number one college and then you work your butt off for it and then even though you worked as hard as you could and you still don't get into the place you want to sometimes like that happens and then you get put in the situation and then in that the outcome from that is you're actually way happier than you've ever thought you could have been i feel like with college and like the whole college and admission process the worst and the most dwelling but the most exciting part was the waiting it was so like grueling just once you submitted your application you were like okay so what now and one school it something that pertains to my life with like the law of attraction and colleges and stuff was louisiana state was my ideal school i wanted to go there so bad like it was my number one school it was the school for me it was my school um and i did everything in my power to get into that school like i would drive to houston to go to like admission like or like alumni interviews i would tour the campus multiple times like i would do whatever i could to get into louisiana state like interview after interview and i feel like i really manifested it in a way like and anyone who asked me like I feel like a lot of times I wouldn't talk about my college admissions, but when it came to LSU, I was so, like, in love with the school that I had no fear of talking about it, and I got in. Like, and I was very, like, 60-40, on that school. Like, I wasn't sure if I would really appeal to the board because there were so many safe schools that I got rejected from. Like, the easy, like, with 100% acceptance rates, and I got rejected from them, but with LSU, I got in, and that felt so good. So I feel like I really manifested that. Yeah, there's, like, certain things that, like, I mean, I got rejected from a couple of my safety schools, too. And, like, the thing is, yeah, they're safety schools. But even if they're safety schools, they still, like, getting rejected kind of hurts. Exactly. I remember getting rejected from Texas Tech. Well, that was the first, like, super safety school that I got rejected from. And I wasn't, I didn't want to go, but it, like, really, like, riled my anxiety because um i was like if tech doesn't want me will lsu want me i was really really worried about that so like it really riled my anxiety about other schools yeah like i i don't even know like and i feel so you know like guilty saying it and i feel ashamed to say it but it's like you know i applied to some schools i got rejected from some of my safety schools whatever Like, that happens, and it, like, hurts, because it's, like, getting rejected from, like, a friend group or something, like, just, like, rejection in general always hurts, kind of, you know? But, like, I feel guilty, because I know some people that didn't get into any schools and stuff, and 
then it's just kind of like, well, why am I sitting here like complaining I didn't get into safety schools if these kids like didn't get in anywhere? You know what I mean? But I feel like those kids, like I know so many people that didn't get into their dream colleges and then ended up going to community or they didn't go to college at all and they end up like really successful, which is like the really cool thing, you know? So it's like, I feel like when they manifest in this like law of like attraction thing, like it happens for a reason, like for those individuals in like really funky ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, the universe and like, oh, for me, God, but like the universe really does their thing like they know what they're doing and let's say like you go to community college nothing wrong with that by the way but like you're gonna end up super successful if you really put your mind to it because that's what the universe or god had planned for you you know what i mean you know what yeah and that's an interesting thing too because like i feel like people put this like um you know like stereotype on community college i was thinking about going to community college like you know like i was honestly thinking about it because like one i'm broke two it's so much like it's so much easier because you have two years to actually think about your life and like you get to do it without all the stress of like you know doing all these club activities and everything you can just focus on school and what's right for you in the long run so I was thinking about it but you know it's just it's weird because I feel like community college has a stereotype that it's like a loser thing whatever but it really isn't and then like the people that go to like say these big schools like NYU UCLA like Harvard whatever sometimes those people they're just lazy after they get in and then they don't end up doing anything with their degree and then they're just stuck in debt. So I think it's really just in a whole effort thing in the long run, you know? I never thought about community college, like, as in, like, what you just said with the no clubs, no sports, like, no distractions. Well, some have sports, but, like... sports. Yeah, some have sports, but with the no, like, distraction, I've never thought about it that way. But I was definitely, like, I'm going to own up to it. I was definitely guilty from, like, maybe freshman to early junior year of being, like, not saying it's a loser thing, but definitely thinking of it in a negative way. Like, that's not what I want for me. But I I didn't not want it for, like, the right reasons. I didn't want it because I knew, like, I, I felt in my heart that it wasn't, like, successful enough you know but that's not true at all like I'm learning that now that that is not true it is I think you have to go through the college admission process to realize like how important community college things happen exactly like I have friends going to community college for the sole purpose that it's cheaper and honestly it is cheaper and I am planning on taking community college courses over the summer for like freshman writing and like quantitative reasoning because do you know how expensive those classes are at like cu boulder and other big name universities they're like they're super expensive like a grand for a class and it's so cheap it's like hundreds of dollars cheaper at community college yeah it's like one of those things and i'm just like so upset because you know i was seriously thinking about community college and so many of my friends weren't thinking about it so i felt like i was the odd one out because everybody was like, that's not an option. Because, like, I don't know about you, but my high school associated community colleges with, like, delinquent kids and, like, people that aren't going to do anything with their lives. Like, I had teachers that were like, you're not going to end up anywhere. Because I, I literally, I sucked at math, okay? I literally sucked at math. And I had to do summer school. Mm-hmm. I own up to it. I really don't care because a lot of people do summer school. And it's just because it's not like I ditched class. It's just because I didn't understand the information given. And so, like, people associate it with just, like, people that 
were just worth nothing and I think that's so stupid because it's like in the long run it's like again you manifest you get your life together and then like you make the best of what you have because everything if you really want it to be okay it'll be okay it's just gonna be kind of rocky at some point for everyone you know what I mean yeah I I totally get that I know I know kids who had to go to community college because you know maybe their grades weren't the best and again there's nothing wrong with that I am such a shitty test taker like I'm such a bad test taker and like I understand why kids go because the workload is the same as a regular college I don't think people think about that you know the workload at a community college we have a community college where I live close to where I live it's in a different part of Texas but it is taught by actual college professors it's a two-year college so it's not even like a four-year community college it's just a stepping stone to a bigger undergraduate university yeah and a lot of times like you don't even think about it but the jobs we need on a daily like you don't even think about it but like people who like make like lamps or like you have windows or like you know like people that make clothes in factories like there's people that take community college classes to get like their aa like the two-year degrees or like certificates and stuff like welders like you can get a really good job for taking a class for a couple months or two years or whatever so like all I'm trying to say on this podcast is like if you go to community college good for you you're still getting an education and you're doing you're doing you yeah and community colleges actually have really good like business programs and like business management classes and stuff like that it's like Skillshare on steroids exactly thank you um (laughs) you need an underwater basket weaving class check your local community college oh my god you remember that yes (laughs) if you don't know what we're talking about check the second episode second episode another thing like i kind of wanted to bring up is student okay so we have the presidential like debate coming up like in fall and whatever and i just like kind of want to know do you agree that we should have like college for free or are you kind of just like college for free sounds dope as hell right however like i feel like that is so i feel like that is too good to be true you know what i mean yeah i feel like it's i feel like really can't be a thing i don't know if it can be a thing or anything however i do I think college free, yeah. I think college for free would be dope as hell because, like, it's college for free. You would still have to get admitted, though. I don't think I was thinking about that. But I also think that things are good the way they are right now. Not for everybody, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, like some people I feel like- aren't as financially stable as like a lot of other people. But I feel like things are doing really well right now. I don't know. Yeah, I just I think college shouldn't I don't think it should be as expensive as it is I don't think it should be free I know some community colleges are doing classes for free so that's really cool but like I feel like if you move out to like a university or something and you're dorming there like and you're getting like a good education there too it should be cheaper because it's like virtually impossible for most families like that I know to afford all that without taking out multiple loans but it's just kind of one of those things where I feel like exactly college like I feel like our political leaders kind of need to do like a better job because look at us we're struggling okay like college is so freaking expensive all i want is like a nice panera sandwich and a coffee and i can't do that because 
college is sucking my um bank account dry so really yeah homies help us please exactly like do we really does room and board really need to be like freaking 10 grand no i wonder how that would well how much would that be like a year in like we can do another podcast on like the whole financial thing but because it's probably (laughs) not interesting whatsoever but like i'm just saying like like how the hell is it this expensive like what are they using that money for are they doing like some type of like i don't know like are they paying for something another thing about that is like i think that if college was free then of course the way that the university would get all their like like needed expenses would be from the government and i just i feel like if it was government funded it would really just like plummet the the quality of the university you know like professors the quality of the professors would go down like the quality of everything it would just really plummet if it was government funded you know what i mean yeah i see i see what you mean if you remember from the last episode we talked about chelsea we love her she's great and she actually asked us to talk about Tiger King. And I literally watched Tiger King for the sole purpose of this episode. Like, t- for the podcast. And let me tell you, this is mind-blowing. <laughs> tell me, what's your opinion on Carol Baskin, the Ooh. Tiger King himself, <laughs> Joe Exotic, and then the other guy? I don't think she's crazy. Is that insane? I mentioned this at the, like, the end of the last episode. I don't think that Carol Baskin's crazy. Do I think she killed her husband? Like, I don't know if she killed her husband. I think she's insane. My sister said the same thing. My sister thinks she's, like, bat crazy. Like, she thinks she's insane. But I don't think she's crazy. Like, I just, I haven't really thought about the whole, like, did she kill her husband thing? I don't know if she killed her husband. I feel like even though we were given a lot of information on that, I feel like I don't have enough information. But I, I don't know. I don't, I feel bad for her. Joe Exotic, I think that he is a hologram. I don't think he exists because he is too, I think he is too crazy to exist. You think he's a hologram? Like, not even like, I think he's too crazy to exist. Not even like, what he did just who he is his persona the fact that half of his hair is brunette and half of it is blonde the fact that he has an eyebrow eyebrow piercing yeah that was kind of weird joe exotic's music is absolutely terrible <laughs> i don't think it's him singing his like old fiance said that it wasn't him singing also how did he find these boys he like it's like he know. went to a cattle call Picked out each boy, brainwashed them, gave them some drugs, gave him a tiger, and that was the end of the story. I think he literally went to a cattle call to find these boys because I genuinely don't think that he, like, would, like, go to the grocery store, go to parties. I think he only ever stayed at that zoo. So where did he find these boys? I think Craigslist, a lot of shady stuff happens on Craigslist yeah okay maybe he bid on them on ebay craigslist not ebay not ebay because there's too many people that use ebay nowadays craigslist i feel like a lot of people kind of like that's like a myspace era type of thing you know so there's only sketchy people in there there's been so many people that got murdered on craigslist and stuff like i don't know i think um carol baskin's a sociopath because 
like think of it she she cares about the cats she said she never really had a lot of friends but she from what I've read on like her she tries to kind of like play the victim and if you have an audience and you want them to be on your side yeah she keeps playing the part and then oh, the fact I do she keeps believe suing that. when she doesn't have to and then she sued joe exotic's mom which made her go into major debt like all of that's really strange like how would you have the guts to like sue an old woman i don't remember why she sued his mom why did she sue his mom again i think she did mention that she was like a co-signer yeah she was like a co-signer for one of their like um okay like yeah. loans or something like that i don't know but that and like also his like ex-husband the one that got the tattoo of like that bowl on his like lower mm -hmm. manly region on his man parts yeah <laughs> tasty um he <laughs> he just had a daughter and like he just got like veneers in dude he's looking he's looking pretty good now yeah i want to see what he looks like with his veneers i like i remember seeing his face and then he opened his mouth and i was like oh gosh yeah i was like oh my god yeah, what do you think about Bhagavan or Doc Antle? I, I don't know. Okay, so you and I had this, like, private conversation, like, maybe a day or two ago. But it was, like, he keeps on, he's, like, an actor. Like, I feel like, and I think that mm -hmm. Joe Exotic is not the, um, what's it called? Telegram or whatever, I or hologram. I think that it's actually him. Yeah. I think it's, like, yeah, Antle. Because he keeps glitching. He's glitching. First of all, he renamed himself Bhagavan, which, I don't know, that's like a Hindu guru thing or whatever, so I, I just, I don't know how to feel about that. But he, like, the thing that tripped, one of the things that tripped me out the most about him was, like, they would show, like, raw footage of him, where, let's say he was like, oh, yeah, and, like, here's the TV, this is what I'm doing with the tiger. Then he would, like, be like, oh, okay, here's the tv this is what i'm doing with the tiger oh sorry here is the tv and you can so see weird. that i'm with my pet tiger like he just he l led his life like a movie he would just like narrate everything he does like i do that with my baby cousin because it like teaches them like how to like talk and like how to be like aware that's literally what he does he's like <laughs> and now i am walking to the kitchen like, sink why? Now I am going pee. It's like, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> Why know. is he like this? It's kind of weird. And like, also, yeah. like, I mean, at the beginning, I felt super bad for Joe Exotic because the whole thing with like his dad saying he didn't want him to be at his funeral and had to shake on that because he was gay. Like, I felt so bad about that. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Like, his dad was like really homophobic. And like, I felt so bad for him. And then like we started getting into the show and it was just like oh it's like you you felt so bad for him but now it's kind of like oh but he did all these things so it's like you know like how how do i feel bad for this person who did a whole bunch of like horrible things but like i still feel bad in that sense you know what i mean i honestly think joe exotic deep down is a good person I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, like, he, he worked initially for that whole zoo thing, like, with good intentions, and then he just kind of made his name, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's just a bad energy surrounding it now. However, I do always forget a couple things. One, Joe did kill tigers. He did shoot some, like, that were healthy. That's what I was, like, so upset about. I, yeah, and then the thing about Carol Baskin is she did breed 
tigers in like way in like the 80s 90s or whatever Mm -hmm. so i think that people were kind of holding on to that which i'm not trying to like you know carol baskin advocate or whatever however i do think that like you know she does what she did was very similar to what joe exotic was doing in the sense that she was the keeping the tigers for show yeah when instead she could have set them out in the wild where they belong you know what i mean but she was keeping them in a cage at her reserve you know yeah, what i mean but when you domesticate big cats like that and you send them out into the wild and it goes for any animal it's like they don't know how to function out in the wild so they'd probably end up dying anyways oh yeah i guess that isn't really yeah safe. so that like there's that factor but like also it's kind of like i feel like there wasn't joe exotic started off with good intentions and i feel like carol baskin just okay yeah I feel like she possibly did. I do think she took it very far with, like, basically stalking him. I think she's a sociopath. I think she didn't have this, like, the same energy as Joe did, where it's, like, he wanted to do it for, like, the love of, like, that, to show people how to, like, care about animals, this and that. Her, she broke up of motherfucking family. Girl, she broke up of family. <laughs> oh, my Her husband gosh. that she probably put in a freaking meat grinder left his wife and two kids to go with some 20-year-old blonde chick he met on the side of the street. Then he had her hold a gun up to his face. That story was weird. What? And he was, like, a gajillion years old. He was, like, 40 years older than her. <laughs> you know what storyline I didn't understand? Like, this is where I started to get kind of lost in the show, was the story of Jeff Lowe. Also, that, well, that confused me a little bit. Tell me why. Is there so many freaking J names? Joe, Jeff, uh, I think there was a Joel involved, and then I think his husband's name was John. Like, who named these kids? Made me so mad. I could not keep track of who was who. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about Jeff Lowe? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't even, I feel like him, I'm just, like, so grossed out by him, I just don't have an opinion, but I will say, like, the way, the way that they, like, went about them was kind of, like, all negative, so I do feel bad about that, because, like, me too, I I feel like him and his wife don't, shouldn't be perceived all negative, especially because they just had a baby, so, I mean, the baby's gonna be put in this world where it's, like, everybody knows her parents for like these negative things yeah that was one of my problems was how they negatively like they like went about jeff's character really negatively like they introduced him and was automatically like this is the bad guy and he even said in like did you watch the very last episode like the interviews or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah he even said like every show has to have a villain and i was just made out to be that villain i really think that's how it was also was the guy the guy on the jet ski, first of all, that jet ski scene was... Interesting, to say just, the least. It was so interesting. <laughs> um, but also, it didn't... Com- I didn't comprehend until the very, like, last five seconds of that scene that they were playing Eye of the Tiger because it was Tiger King. Uh-huh. Um, I'm stupid. Was he the guy that was undercover with the FBI? Um, I don't really remember, to be completely honest. There's so yeah, many. that's... I feel like... Towards the end of the show, they started to just shove things in and not, like, take time to, like, focus on it as much as they did his, like, backstory. I got bored after a while with the whole, like, scariest character on that show. One, two, three, go. Carol Baskin. Doc Antle. (laughs) 
I think he seems like somebody that would work at, like, Disneyland on the Jungle Cruise. Carol Baskin, True. I'm still sketched out, and I know she's guilty, because she put something in their will, like, if he was to, like, disappear or something, that she would be, like, the one to get the money or something like that. That was weird. Yeah, that And then Joe Exotic, me. I felt... Joe Exotic was probably the least intimidating, I think. But also, I, I hated the fact that, like, they showed the video of, like, his um, husband... Shooting himself? Yeah, that was... he like, in frame? I got really, like... No, he was sitting directly underneath the camera. Yeah. So the camera was pointing at um their tech guy. But you could see the flash and everything. Yeah, I did not expect that. Like, yeah, no, it was weird. I didn't expect them to even put the footage in there. I feel like putting yeah. the footage in there was a little bit far. Oh, yeah, they were very unfiltered with the show. It's insane that this is, like, the zoo world. Like, it's not like this is, like, underground, like, drug cartels, like, like, no, this is, like, over some tigers and lions. Yeah, like, I don't, I, it blows my mind, honestly. Like, I don't know how to, like, really, even just think, like, I was just trying to eat some mac and cheese, okay? And then, like, boom, all this stuff happens, and I'm, like, so upset about it, because I'm, like, dang, I'm, I was enjoying this. It seemed, like, really cool. I'm gonna learn about tigers. No, no, okay, apparently somebody's husband was shoved in a meat grinder, fed to tigers. Joe Exotic is sad because his parents didn't love him and now like his mom's getting sued by carol baskin who's also like a weird undercover shady lady and like then antle's just like like a hologram or something <laughs> like it's weird and then and then like two i feel like everybody in that show probably besides like carol like all probably do meth like they were all like on something at some point oh yeah speaking of mac and cheese we actually had someone request us like request for us to do a whole episode on mac and cheese we can do a ghetto kitchen cook-off oh my god yeah we had a lot of amanda's friends asked for us to talk about like like cooking with mugs or no wait that doesn't make any like, sense like microwaves yeah mugs um, iron flat irons yeah because like college dorm living well not yet but like soon hopefully college dorm living I'm gonna try because it's, we have a heat wave in Southern California right now. So, um, the cars get hot. So, I'm actually gonna try baking cookies tomorrow in my car. Oh my god, yes! Because it's like, I don't even know. It's gonna be like 100 tomorrow. So, I don't know like how hot it gets in a car, but. I love that. I mean. Do you know BuzzFeed's Tasty? They have like a segment called like Chef Out of Water. And she had to melt yes. chocolate. But I don't think she could do it with the appliance she had. So she literally went and she put it outside, uh, like, with some tinfoil, and it melted it in, like, L.A. Really? Yeah. And it melted the chocolate. That's crazy. I remember last... No, it wasn't. It was two years ago, actually. It got so hot outside, and our, like, oven and, like, stove thing, like, it was really old, so it broke, and we didn't have an oven for, like, a week. And so I literally wanted an egg, so I left, um, like, a frying pan outside for an hour, and then I cooked an egg on there when it got hot enough. So we had scrambled, yeah, we had scrambled eggs made from outside. Oh, wow. yeah. When she's a caveman. Rachel Ray who? Martha Stewart. Ooh. Martha Stewart Rustic Edition. Oh, I would love to be Martha Stewart with Snoop Dogg and just, like, vibe out with them on 420. That would be so much fun. Okay, conspiracy theory. Martha Stewart and Carol Baskin are, like, long-lost cousins. No, they're not. I like a lesbian story. So Carol Baskin and Martha Stewart are probably dating oh my gosh she cooked up her husband she grinded up her husband and then had um 
Martha Stewart make him into like little sausages. Uh, guys, I'm not making fun of the fact he died, but like, come on, we gotta joke about something. We can't always be politically correct, guys. <laughs> yep, nope. Not with Carol Baskin. And now they're two happy cashmere sweater wearing lovers and she's gonna knit her mother's day gifts when they get lizard babies for all lizard moms everywhere all right this is probably the longest we've ever recorded ever i feel like we're gonna have to cut out like a ton of stuff though i felt really like yeah yeah that's true but it'll still be like at least 40 minutes because right now i just hit the 50 minute mark okay i'm at 49 all right we hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast um we actually have so many like exciting things happening like so many exciting things happening i cannot wait till like it happens but yeah make (laughs) sure you follow us on our instagrams mine is at ashwini.jpg and amanda's is all lowercase at emo.dorito and our Twitters are at emo underscore Dorito and at Ash underscore Pindy. That is a mouthful. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I hope you guys had a great time. And if you want to listen to us more, make sure you subscribe to our Spotify or whatever platform you're listening to so we can get some more stuff out to you. Yes, ma'am. All right. We hope you guys will tune in to the next episode. We'll see you guys then. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>